Welcome to For the Health of It, starring Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at Spinal Corrective Center in Amherst, New Hampshire. She is joined by producer Mike Clark. This dynamic, sometimes crazy, sometimes funny, and always entertaining duo will inspire you to eat, move, sleep, think, and live better. You're listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. Hey everyone, we're in the studio and we are doing a really interesting follow-up to the last podcast, which was Lori Gentempo. She was awesome. Wasn't she incredible? She's great. Great lady. Um, Just to recap it, we talked about this idea of creating what you want in your life um, versus just having life happen to you. Um, How do you do it? Is it possible? Is it crazy? Um, what do you think, Mike? If you're if you're the average guy, I don't know if you're the average guy really, but if you were well, the average I'm, guy, I'm a little bit above average, I like to think. I but think that's you're okay. supernatural. <laughs> no, I would say I'm average. Maybe so. 115 shows ago, I, you were average. <laughs> 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 he knows too much now. I do. Yes. But when you were listening to her, what, what was your thought process? Were you like, well, eh, or what? Well, a lot of it made sense to me. You know, some of it's a little heady. You know, but um, you know, as far as I think it was, it, what she was saying was, is it's about having a good attitude about your life life you know what i mean like and um, truly having a good attitude not like faking it right exactly you know like um i think i don't know i don't know if you guys noticed this but people seem really angry to me nowadays like everyone sees angry i don't know if it was because of the election year or something like that but well i think life's too busy life's too full everyone seems like they're crazy you know (laughs) well that's a it's a recurring theme in society these days it is for sure no doubt and you know know, i don't know if the social media has something to do with it i think everything plays into it sure yeah all of it it's the sign of the times but you know um and i think that can get to you after a while you know well and i think kind of the whole point of what she was saying is you know you leave the house in an angry place you've been building up something in your head you haven't gotten right with how you see yourself right. or situations so you or people. carry that attitude you carry it of course you're going to probably attract more anger because no doubt because the world's going to reflect kind of who you are and then sure. at the end of the day you're even more anger you have even more anger yeah no where doubt. whereas somebody who says okay so I'm, i feel upset about this but what do i need to do to get my head right and maybe they have some habits like Lori talked about where they they stop and journal or they meditate or they listen to some some type of audio um, message that helps them get clear and they get their head straight yeah which for me personally how i get my head straight whether i do it in my own head, or I call a trusted friend like Dr. Nally, and I say, "Okay, this is the situation, but i I need to see I need to see this in a better way. Like, what's good about this situation, even though it seems awful? Or what What's a better way for me to look at this? And we'll literally talk through something and say, "Well, it seems that seems kind of awful, but you know what? There's this aspect of it, or maybe you're just you know maybe I am being a little sensitive, or maybe, and I kind of just work through it right. to get it right until I'm in a place where I feel good. I leave the house." I'm so grateful for my friend. I'm grateful that I've worked through why I had maybe a sensitivity to a subject and how I responded a You're certain way. You're going to have way. a much better day. Took That's a little sure. ownership. And now I'm in a place of happiness and kindness. Right, right. And what does the world reflect back to me? More happiness and kindness. kindness. Exactly. Hey, we said that together. Yes, we did. <laughs> but the difference, the difference was I did some internal work with the intention that I wanted to feel good. Yeah. See, I like the idea that she had, like... Uh, uh, I think it all starts when you get up in the morning and I tend to do this and my wife tries to stop me from doing this right away as I jump right into like emails and like can't do that. what I have to do for the day and I got to contact this person and blah, blah, blah. And I got to send out billing to this person, you know, and it's like, she's always like, just chill for a second. Just mm-hmm. sit down, listen to some 
you know, soothing music or meditation or quiet, you know what I mean? I, so I think people hop into their day so fast, they get frantic, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, and I do, no yeah. doubt about it. Well, and it so. creates the incoherence. Remember, Lori talked a lot about coherence, right? And I think a really great story about that is um, somebody, there was this story about a room full of grandfather clocks. And, you know, there were whatever, 20 or 30 grandfather clocks in the room. And they left the grandfather clocks in there all by themselves, but they were kind of recording what happened. And what was happening initially is all of the grandfather clocks were all beating or, you know, not in sync. They were all beating to their own drum, so to say, right? But after they were left there over a period of time, all of a sudden they were all on the same rhythm. Really? All Are you in the serious? Same I'm, I'm totally serious. Wow. Totally that's crazy. serious. And I even they even did a a visual like they had these little um I don't know what they were. I can't remember the right name of it, but they were these little things that had a little ball pendulum. That, a pendulum. pendulum. Yeah. And they were there was like 30 of them like on a chessboard or something and they were all going in different orders and then all of a sudden you could just see how a group of them would all kind of click at the same time and then pretty soon every single pendulum on this little game board was all going That's to the same beat. So the lesson yeah. I'm getting from that is if you want to get in a better mood, who do you call? You call your person, who, your friend who's in a good mood. Right. Yeah. You surround right. yourself with the people not to say that you can't be the leader of the one who starts the good feel movement or the good mood yeah. movement. Sometimes but, you need to be coaxed, though. But yeah, yeah, if you're, if you're going to call a friend because you have a situation, don't call the one who's just going to yeah. wallow with you and feed yeah. your anger. Or feed I think I'm your... going to call up Eeyore. <laughs> so I'm feeling Eeyore-ish today. Is that a word, Eeyore? And, and if it it's not, not. If it's, it's an adjective. And if it's not, ta- <laughs> if it's not talking through something, what else can you do to feel good? Do you take a little more time to get ready? Do you do you treat yourself well with like a nice, healthy breakfast? I do go you... to the beach. Go to the oh, beach and I go for a walk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A I little can, stretching, a little movement. It well, doesn't you live matter. on the beach, so that's not very close. Fair. I, I wish I lived on the beach, but very <laughs> close. But yeah. I, it doesn't matter how bad the day is, I go to the beach and yeah. I just start walking. And I know that I've had a shift when I've had that second deep breath in and out. Just that. Yeah. See, what <sighs> my wife does is she gets her two dogs and she goes down to the field. Yeah. Connects and, with and nature. Walks, you're right. She walks around it's before anyone's out of bed. The sun's barely coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's nuts, but, you know, she said it just starts out her day correctly. Well, know? I think, Mike, one of the, the best things that you can do to change how your days and your weeks go is when you wake up in the morning, you give yourself, just like Lori was saying, 15 or 30 minutes of just quiet time where you're not going to go straight to the email. You're not going to go straight to the computer. You're not going to do those things, but you're going to get centered. You're going to get quiet. And you're going to get grounded and you're going to right. be grateful. Like See, the best thing to do is wake up and what are the five things that I'm grateful for today? And my excuse is uh, I'm not a morning person. I think that's an excuse though. You well, know? you still have to get up in the morning. You still have to yes, you still have to get up. Well, I can't give another 15 minutes. You know, how many minutes do you take at night that are wasted? Facebook, television, yeah. football games. 15 minutes early. <laughs> This, this is yeah, so good. it's true. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, I have another cool concept that falls right in line with this that I personally learned last month that changed my life. You're listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. Your host is Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at Spinal Corrective Center in Amherst, New Hampshire. If you're in the southern New Hampshire area, you can schedule a health consultation and examination with Dr. Jenny. 
To schedule, call 673-5600. That's 673-5600. For more information about Spinal Corrective Center, go to www.spinalcorrectivecenter.com or call 673-5600. To find a chiropractor in your area, go to www.chiropractic.org slash doctorfinder. Now back to raw talk about full potential living for the health of it. We are back and we are talking about what do we need to do on a day-to-day basis to feel good. That's really what I've taken away from this. Um, You know, I went through um, a brachial neuritis where my arm um, basically didn't work for a little while, which was... Are you better from that now? I am. I'm 99% better. That's close to 100. 99% better. And, you know, again, as it was happening, I kept thinking, okay, so there's there's a blessing here. There's a reason. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm having to reevaluate my life because I can't get up and work. And then that attracted Dr. Natalie back into my life, with brought her on to my team. I mean, like, I can't even tell you how grateful I am that that all happened. But something else I got out of it was after having to spend many days basically bedridden, not around people, having to be taken care of, which was a process in and of itself to be grateful for and to accept. I could not believe the difference of my mind and my attitude and my emotion that as soon as I got back into the office and I could switch from my own needs to the needs of others, as soon as I went to a place of service and giving, I felt so happy. And it's true. I've gone through difficult times in my life where I literally thought, okay, I need to be in a state of giving to others and focused on others. And as soon as I as I did it, it was amazing. Think about this. If you're fixated on how somebody won't love you in your life or how they won't accept your love, and you switched your brain to, wow, who are the people in my life who really lo- would love more of my attention or really could could take my love and it would really be a blessing for them? And you start to focus on that uncommonly, like just right. go out and, and, and every time I've switched that away from myself or away from my own problems, and I've put that love and energy and giving on other people, I feel so happy. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that that happens to a lot of people, though? It usually takes some sort of major life event or something that happens in their life to change their attitude about things. Uh, well, I, mean, I think that, that it, a lot, it, it think. forces you to, to re-examine your life. Right, but sure. You, but, you know, even Whether on this... Whether it's an illness or whatever. On you know? this topic, I know there's been some research studies on um, older people who've retired, who are kind of isolated, and how depression and, and mood can change when they start volunteering. Yeah, they just sure. join an organization yeah. and they start volunteering because, again, you're focusing it from yourself to giving for others, and, right. and that makes you feel good. Um, so that's an easy, simple strategy that doesn't necessarily take a huge shift in your life. It could just be, how can I be of service to people around me? How can I, how can I really care about them and really um, want to make a difference for them in any small or big way? It's huge. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. So as we think of these examples of how to create the day that we want, which we've also explained as a way to feel good and a way to stay in our right mind, it's really all the same thing, right? I mean, we've talked about this in many different ways over many different podcasts, but being the master of your life, your emotion, your headspace, um, the more we delve into this and the more we find practical ways to do it, I I really think that there's layers to it. Sure. Well, how about just feeling good, like eating correctly and exercising? I mean, that... And what what's the girl's name that did that? 
Lori. Lori. She mentioned that, too. You know, that's the way she starts her day, whether it's yoga or running or something like that. Oh, know? I guarantee that the changes day... changes your attitude the, right the day, there. The day mm-hmm. after overconsumption of really anything, yeah. it's harder to I'm be in your, in your right mind. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Lots of bad food and whatnot, you know? Well, it's funny because I didn't sleep well last night. And I had a big meal, bigger than I normally do, later than I normally did. That's why you didn't And sleep. I had dessert. And I just, all night, I was just uncomfortable from... Because you probably don't eat like that ever, no. right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, not very often. You don't often. look like you do. Yeah. So. Thank you. Not very often. Um, it's energy. It's about creating the right energy. It's about putting yourself in the right environments, in the right headspace, in the right mind frames, and in the right energy to create what you want in your life. And... It doesn't happen without you making a conscious choice and and deciding that today is going to be like this and I'm going to implement getting up in the morning and having five things to be grateful for and I'm going to take 10 minutes to be quiet before I sit down and jump in and answer the emails and get the kids ready for school and head off to the office. And I think it's really important in our environment to make sure that we create those spaces for ourselves. And, you know, it's funny because patients will say, well, I'm too busy. Oh, I don't have time for that. And it's amazing because we were talking about waiting for um, an illness or a trauma or a tragedy that forces us to do those things. And I think with where our um, culture is shifting, it's easier now to take a step back and say, hey, I don't want a cancer or a death to inspire me to live my life a different way, I'm going to start making choices now to live my life a different way. So you you have to motivate yourself and you you have to have discipline and just make it happen. I think it goes back to the concept of no one's going to save us. Mm. Yeah, you have to save yourself. We have to save ourselves. And life is too short. Well, when the kids are out of school, well, when I finally get the job promotion or when I finish this project, I'll take care of myself or I'll start, I'll do what I really want to do or I'll be happy. It's today. It's about today. But it's good to have some information how to do that. Some people think that's such a daunting task, you know what I mean? Like a show like this or, you know, they can, okay, well, that's a good idea. I can, you know, start my day this way, you know? I've always said to patients, you just have to take one, just do one little thing different today. Yeah, that's baby that's steps. It. Just baby step, yeah. right? Even changing your diet. You don't have to change everything. You just have to eliminate one or two things that you know are not serving you or add something that you know would serve you better, right? So and you just, you just, what you always eat, just add a little salad. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, and I think I think really what it comes down to is there's no perfection here. There's really no right or wrong. It's your life. Right. Um, but if we look at our day-to-day lives, what would bring us more joy? What would move us towards how we want to live this life, this one amazing short little life that we it get to have? It goes by pretty fast. No it doubt does. about that. Mm-hmm. You know, this topic was interesting to me as way back as my late teens, early 20s. I don't remember the you book. Mean a couple of years ago? A couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the book. I want to say it was around um, Henry, Henry VIII time, and it might have been someone who became a queen. But it was, it was a line written by her in the book when she was in her late teens, and something had happened to her, and she had to decide in that moment if she was going to basically go down mentally or she was going to lift herself up. And she said the line... I decided in that moment I wasn't going to be one of those girls who things happen to. 
I was going to be a woman who created my life. It's probably Elizabeth. <laughs> yes, probably yeah. Queen yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah. And it, yeah. it think just, about what happened to her. Exactly. Her mother was beheaded, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And she was the greatest monarch in English history. And you hear these stories of from. people who be, ha, had greatness in their life after overcoming adversity. Oh, she had a tough life, and it wasn't because things just finally unraveled for her. She created it. It was her mindset. It was her mindset. So, you know, all of us have this potential on whatever level we decide. We all have it. And again, if anything, I hope we inspired you to just think a little bit more about it or pick up a book or maybe that one friend you have that kind of leans this way. Have more conversations with that person about this because um, this is it. This This is happiness. Yes. Really. And, you know, if you're not motivated to do it for yourself, talking about service to others, do it for your spouse. Do it for your children. Do it for your coworkers. Do it for your church. Do it for whomever you is outside of you that you could share. Well, I'm sure like you, Natalie, my children have grown up in a household like this since they were born. And to this day, when I have a dip mentally, my son or my daughter will be the one to say, oh, come on, mom. It's really, don't, don't it. look at yeah. it like that. It's really this. I mean, yeah. my, my children embody it. They've never known anything different. It's yeah. quite incredible. And what a gift to give them. Yes, absolutely. Creating a new generation. That's right. Well, I hope I've touched on something that just tugs at your heart or opens your mind and says, wow, I just want to be better. That's, that's where we're at. Yeah. Be well, everybody. You've been listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. Your host was Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at Spinal Corrective Center in Amherst, New Hampshire. If you live in the southern New Hampshire area, schedule a health checkup with Dr. Jenny at 673-5600. That's 673-5600. For more information about Spinal Corrective Center, call 673-5600 or check out www.spinalcorrectivecenter.com. You can also find Dr. Jenny on Facebook at Spinal Corrective Center. Thank you for listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it.